Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now. And we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas. You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show, which involved us having a, a chat about various matters. Various matters. We some covered sporting. a lot of ground today. We did, we yeah. did. Martin Kellner came in. Uh, he, he went to town on a particular sporting TV show this week in his week of sport on TV. Yes. So uh, you'll hear that. And we'll have a little extra clip for you. Uh, Andy has uh, has got a little clip from Fisherman's Blues that he wants to run past you. So uh, that's coming up shortly. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. And uh, start with Lewis Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Quite a strange approach Mm. to social media. Right, Uh, yeah. He's basically struck off all 600 people he was following on Instagram and admitted, I want a fresh slate. (laughs) Really? Social media is an incredible platform, but I would wake up and go on Instagram and catch up on what was happening. I decided to change. I now wake up and have a bit of a read. It's made a big difference to my life. Really? You have people who say... Hey, you don't follow me, and now no one can complain. Well, it's a bit of a strange one, really. So he has dumped his 600 friends, has he? Yeah. Dumped them all. <clears throat> 600,000, sorry. No, 600. Oh, just 600. He was only following. He's got loads of followers, but he, like a lot of famous people, he's following, you know. So he's dumped everybody he's following. He, yeah. wants, to, he wants new people to follow. New people, yeah. I wonder how they feel. I mean, the Kardashians of this world, as Brian Marwood yeah. would say. I wonder if he's dumped Tommy Hilfiger. They're going to be smarting, aren't they? <laughs> they probably are. Yeah. Unlike Manchester United. He wasn't following you, was he? Nah. Okay. Unlike Manchester United, who topped the league when it comes to players' total Instagram followers with 110 million. Oh, that's something they never used to do in the day of Sir Alex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why I call progress. Yeah, things of when they used to just top the league, <laughs> yeah. of course. Yeah. And Novak, Novak, Novak Djokovic. Novak? Well, Novak's a nice name. No, but that's not his name. Okay. It's going to be pointless calling him that. Novak Djokovic has uh, received a bag of potatoes. I know he has, yeah. yeah. I thought so, this was a nice story. I knew nice you story. I knew no, you'd well, pull it apart. No, it's, I'm not pulling it apart. It's a really nice story. Yeah. He's, uh, he got it from uh, for helping villagers uh, harvest their crops in, mm. in Serbia, which is a really nice thing to do. It is, yeah. But it's not as good as getting a whole cow that Roger Federer gets for winning Wimbledon. They I think given... he's as happy. I mean, Roger Federer <laughs> was just given a cow after a game. And then... No, it was after Wimbledon. After, it wasn't no, Wimbledon. No, it wasn't Wimbledon. It wasn't Wimbledon. Who gives people a cow I thought he got a cow after Wimbledon. No, it was, he was in Switzerland. He won a tournament in Switzerland. <laughs> they gave him a cow. And they, I think it was... It wasn't Wimbledon anyway. I mean, if they gave everybody <laughs> the a Duke cow... Of Kent, did it? <laughs> 
Imagine trying to get that home. If you're, if you're Serena, if you're Serena and you're thinking, you know, I'd, I'd love to have won. I'm so pleased I won Wimbledon again, but how am I going to get this cow home? I mean, it's just costing them money, isn't it? It's exactly. like you can imagine the All England Club saying, well, look, we, we just give you the cow. You know, getting it home is, uh, is I don't know, it's Roy Hodgson working there. Well, you know. Uh, anyway. Uh, yes. Anyway, well done to him. And uh, and the people who gave him a sack of spuds. Nice bag of potatoes, yeah. Mm. Now, sometimes the editorial in papers doesn't really match the story. And today, no. in today's Daily Star, they've got a story about our guest yesterday, uh, Gary Lineker. Yeah. It says here, Danny Baker wants Gary Lineker to make a comeback after the ex-England star revealed he hadn't played since retiring. Mm. Uh, mm. Basically, Gary said, I haven't kicked a ball in anger since the day I retired. I haven't played six aside or anything, which prompted yeah. uh, Danny to plead with him to make a return. Uh, but he just... Described sort of all-star games as terrible, so he's not going to do it. Meanwhile, the editorial in the uh, in the main part of the paper goes: Gary Lineker is set to make a return to football, <laughs> all because they want to say, "Let's hope they can afford his wages." Yeah, for goodness' sake, slightly different. Um, now, uh, yeah. among our guests later on uh, is uh, Mike Borvel. As he was Ooh. known, of course, on the breakfast show many years ago, uh, Mike is uh, something of a rugby expert. He is a voice of one of the top rugby grounds in the country on mm. the PA, and he knows his rugby, and so he'll be joining us. But you might say, "Oh, tough booking," because um, you know mm. Mike's an old chum. He's on the end of a phone, but we wanted him. We thought we was the right person to chat about it. But I say tough booking because going back to Gary Lineker and Danny Baker's uh, excellent book on their podcast mm. and I don't know if he's told this story on the podcast but I'll just give you a flavour of the kind of thing that they're talking about in the book um, sometimes in this in this business you, you reach for the stars guess wise we'll see a story mm. and I don't know it's about Pele and Andy will say to the producer oh, we can give it a crack you know we got we got, <laughs> we got nothing to lose have we yeah, try, try and get him and there was a fine story of that when Danny was uh, working in radio and the, the, the boss was very pleased with his uh, show and said to the producers of, uh, of Danny's show, Look, you know, is he getting everything he wants? Is he getting who's his dream guest? Let's give him his dream guest. And one of them said, Well, I think he, he loves Frank Sinatra. He said, Well, okay, well, should we put the call in? And the two producers <laughs> look at each other and they say to the uh, the gaffer, Look, well, I, I don't think he's two doing stories. I don't think he's doing breakfast shows. No, he was still alive. Oh, at that still time. alive. Well, no, no, no. So I don't think he's doing breakfast shows uh, at the moment. He said, But uh, he said, Well, look, give it a try. And they're looking at each other, thinking, not a cat in hell's chance. And then as, they, as they're leaving, the bloke says, Maybe he could do the papers. <laughs> like having Sinatra, isn't it, on, on, with Alan. Uh, joining us now, uh, papers today with me and Ray Parler, uh, Romford Pelly. Oh, it's all blue eyes. Frank Sinatra joins us. Morning, Frank. Is it page six here of the Telegraph? I'm having a bit of a go. Uh, Oli Gunnar. So you think, Frank, that's a binnacle for me? <laughs> Frank doesn't get a word in it. <laughs> he doesn't say 20, a word. 20 Ray minutes. comes in. Ray, wait, 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 hang on, Frank. <laughs> Be a great way. What a great way to pretend <laughs> that Frank Frank's there. there. Yeah. Before before you answer that, Frank, let's get Ray Parler's take on that. Well, it's been great to have you, Frank. Yeah. So what a blag that would be. It's a good idea. But anyway, we do recommend the book. That's just one of many brilliant stories in it from Gary and Danny Baker behind closed doors on the podcast. It's a great, a great idea. And uh, have you? I mean, tough booking. It, it feels like it's a bit of an entertainment thing, but I don't know. Maybe you've put on an event. Maybe hmm. you've had a charity night or something like that and you've had that kind of round or, or table you've, got a, you've, you, you've been tasked with getting a speaker for your yeah, company's event yeah you've organised an event so some of the uh, the hoops you had to jump through and the expectations of maybe the people you were working with 
were uh, somewhat greater <laughs> than could be re- re- realistically achieved. Let us know then in the old Sinatra envelope. Talksport.com forward slash H and J. You can text to eight ten eighty nine. You can forget Barack, can Barack Obama's speech to the bathroom industry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, joining us now at Barthex two thousand nineteen. <laughs> Former President of the United States Barack Obama. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we can do a lot of stuff on Japan today, and uh, we are. Yeah, this, this is brilliant. This. Yeah, in in Britain, seven hundred thousand trains reported late. In the first three months of the year, it's not exactly Japanese bullet trains, is it? I don't think it is. We're One second about, of the year. I'll tell you who's coining it in this World Cup. Yeah, Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones. Kaching, Eddie Jones. He's doing a lot of. Uh, oh, is he? Really? I'll talk you through some of his endorsement deals Ooh, a little bit. I'm really? surprised he's going to have any time to coach the team. <laughs> of course not. Ooh, can oh, can I just give before we go talking oh, yeah. of rugby? Mm. I promised to Katie from Cambridge Rugby Club. Yeah. Uh, that I'd give them a, a mm. plug. Mm. They, 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 it's brilliant. They've got girls. They've got a training camp this mm. weekend for yeah. 11 to 18. It's kind of an introductory course. It's bringing yeah. gum shields, boots, and trains with Rocky Clark. She's England's most cat player. But already in their group, they've got 50 girls at training. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's incredible. So she contacted me. I had a long chat with her about it. All. Yeah. It's really brilliant. So if you've got kids in that area, and you know, girls obviously in that area, and you yeah. fancy then take up rugby, it's, it's non-contact, basically. Mm. It's contact evasion and possession. So good exercise. Cambridge, yeah. yeah Where Cambridge. Do you know whereabouts in Cambridge? Cambridge Rugby Club. Cambridge Rugby Club. Okay, yeah. we'll look it up. There we are. Yeah, pop along. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. From Talk Sport. You've been telling us this afternoon we we got we went mm. down this route. I'm not quite sure, but some unlikely people at uh, matches watching your it team. It was Frank Sinatra at Ibrox. Frank Sinatra was at Ibrox, yeah. Um, and we were reminded of that. Uh, Marilyn Monroe at Bellevue Speedway, apparently, says Peter in Manchester. Really? She was in a white dress and was stood on the first bend and got covered in shale. <laughs> no one wants to well, see that. shale. No. <laughs> she no. was actually in the best position to watch Speedway, let's because, be honest. Well, that's what, that was Marilyn always said that, because whoever's in, in front after the first bend generally wins the race. Generally, yeah. And uh, she gets a lot of stick, or she did, of course, from the Speedway fraternity in that era for saying that, because they say that's a fallacy. It's not. We watched it the other day. We we like to test. Mm. When Speedway's on, we like to test out the theory. Yeah, yeah sometimes you're right, sometimes certainly you're wrong. Generally you're right. But, you know, it doesn't always happen, that's true. Uh, Kenya and the Kardashians never miss a Newport County game, says Mike. <laughs> they they have chips chips with cheese and gravy after the match. That's not true. <laughs> uh, Muhammad Ali, I think this one is true, rocked up at St Andrews at halftime during a Blues game in the late 80s and then opened a chip shop in Cov. He did do a bit of a tour of the Midlands, is that right? He I didn't, think was... You mean he ceremonially opened it? Yeah. He didn't open his own chip <laughs> shop. <laughs> Ali's chips. <laughs> Would be fantastic, yeah. Um, all right, Muhammad, um, yeah, if you want a large card, it's going to be in about 10 minutes. No, that's right. If you're cooking it fresh, I'll wait. Um, they'll have the telly on, they'll have Sky News on or something in the corner. Uh, I saw Lord Jeffrey Archer at the Chelmsford City game at Melbourne Stadium a couple of years mm. ago, says Esther. Um, oh, that's quite possible, isn't it? I would yeah. imagine it could be round that way. Um, and Float like a halibut. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't quite work. Doesn't, <laughs> you, you didn't have quite enough time to make it work, did you? I, if I would have given it, I would have given yourself another minute to come up with a good one. I've got beetroot news for you. Oh, now, yeah, good. Um, now, let's set up. the scene. Yeah. And just tell us, uh, your wife, uh, she's a lovely woman, but she's a right chancer. <laughs> she's a real chancer. And so tell us what she did yeah. last week. Yeah, Again, what she did was she bought, she inadvertently, <clears throat> she likes beetroot in a jar. She likes oh, yeah. beetroot, and she bought it, but she bought the wrong one. They brought out a new one called Hot and Spicy. Hot and Spicy beetroot so in said, a jar, yeah, yeah. She said, oh, I don't like this one. I bought it by mistake. It's, it's far too hot yeah. and spicy. I said, well, it does say hot and spicy on it. Yeah, so she, look, she, in, at that point, yeah. uh, everybody else says, put it down to experience. I bought, I bought the wrong thing. 
<laughs> I'll bin it, I'll eat it, I'll give it to someone else, yeah. or, or whatever. But she doesn't think that, does no, she? No, she said to me, I'm going to take it back. I said, you can't <laughs> take it back. I said, she, she said, well, they might want feedback. I said, yeah, they want feedback from people who deliberately bought it, not from people who bought it by mistake who don't <laughs> like things yeah. that are hot and spicy. <laughs> so she said to me, no, I'm still <laughs> taking it back. So, so uh, she said to me this morning, I'll let you know I'm taking it back this morning. Right. Yeah. Uh, here it came, the message. Sainsbury's took the beetroot back, no fuss at all. As Nigel really, because well, I suppose they are. Yeah, no fuss at all. They are a, a big brand, and they want to keep people happy. Yeah, well, but I suppose that's true. Had it been yeah. Arkwright's on the corner, they could have told her to do one, couldn't they? Because you know it, that, that's the issue. That's very true. But fair play. Um, talking of food, mm. uh, Anne Watts of Bicester in Oxfordshire wrote the Telegraph, Andy, <laughs> and she said, "I love kippers." Does Thankfully, she? <laughs> she said more than that. But they do tend to repeat on you for the rest of the day. That that in itself I would have read out. But then she yeah. says, however, when I was staying in a hotel on the Isle of Man, the waiter suggested putting marmalade on the fish before eating it. I am happy to report that it actually worked. Ugh. Yeah, I thought you'd say that <laughs> yeah, as a yeah. very fussy eater. Yeah. I, hope, I hope Paddy and uh, Ruby are listening to this. They'll be reaching for the bucket oh, again. Don't. So uh, I no longer hesitate to choose this most delicious treat. So now Anne, what, Bister, Oxfordshire, mm. she has a bit of marmalade on the old kippers. And my missus said, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. I said, well, it's, it's, it's yeah, a thing, it's, it's uh, good, apparently. It? I mean, imagine if you're a bit windy, the old bit of a fishy burp with an orangey mm. uh, you know, aftertaste. It wouldn't be good, would it, fishy really? Fishy burp with orangey aftertaste. Yeah, that's right. Lovely. You're listening to Talk Sport, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Big weekend of football coming. We're going to talk about football all the time with Motti. We'll oh, yeah, all yeah. The games. You'll be absolutely sick of football. <laughs> no, you won't be. And uh, these, I always won't doubt these stories. I mean, this is a story about... Uh, it's another one of seeing something in something else. It's like, you know, um, the good Lord in a piece of toast, that sort yeah. of idea, you know. So, anyway, it says here... Um, Owen Irvin, a farm worker, yeah. spotted a, a patch of grass that looked exactly like the Grinch. And you think, well, I can see it does, but you can see Owen's footprint in I'm sure you can, really. I mean, yeah. So I'm going to try and create one of these things and get it in the paper. I don't know what it'll be, but I haven't thought yet. Yeah, but it'll be something like that. I thought I'd once, I thought I had uh, Hitler in a, in a doorknot. <laughs> Do you know, you? like um, like the wooden, the knot in a kind of pine door. <laughs> really? And I, looked, I thought it looked just like Hitler. It was the time I was doing TV books, yeah. so I took it in yeah. to uh, Harry Hill and the writing team, <laughs> and they, they weren't say? having it. They were They impressed. could not see it, really, none of them. So I thought, well, look, I've got no chance chance of getting that well, published. So, it sounded good to Hitler me. Hitler in a doorknot. Have you still like got the photo? I'll, I'd be interested I'll in see, seeing I'll, I'll see if I can track it down, Andy, yeah, but I'm afraid it, it didn't play that well. And Alex Gorry, the tipster, he's got a new font mm. on his ads. It's really exciting. You're I the only one thought, who ever talks about it. Well, him. I'm the only one that ever sees them, I think, but well, people see them in the paper anyway. But, I mean, it's a new font, but basically decided not to change the wording. So it's still, Alex likes both horses a lot and has been told to get on by the same bloke that tells us to get on every day. Yeah. Good. Okay, you must freshen up the font now and again. Well, now, as we said, Quid's in this World Cup because of his uh, Japanese ancestry. Yeah, Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones. Eddie's doing the lot. He's actually Sapporo where they are. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's publicising Sapporo as a place. There he is eating something a little bit suspect looking in the crab market. Yeah, that's true. Um, quite going on the there. Is, what it will do, the, I think mm. these tournaments do this, you know, because I think a lot of people went to Brazil after yeah. the World Cup and they, you see it on the telly. And I think people will go to Japan. It's a brilliant place to go for a holiday. Not the cheapest place to get to or be, although you can eat cheap if you know what you're doing. He's the face of hunting world man bags. 
Tremendous. Yeah, he looks fantastic. He does look really The England good. players are looking at Jap- Japanese street fashion. Johnny um, Fordham's got a nice column in the yeah. uh, Sun Every Day, a sort of diary. And he was saying Anthony Watson aims to kid out England's worst dressed stars with some wacky Japanese threads. Oh. The Bath Winger name checked those in need of a wardrobe overhaul. Uh, Dan Cole, Sam Underhill, and Jamie George. He said the Japanese are big on streetwear. Yeah. S- streetwear, and I'll be explaining. And it, it, the clothes in Japan are fantastic. I Not recommend cheap though, is it? Beams in Harajuku. Oh yeah, it's great. Is it yeah. Harajuku is like the really trendy part of Tokyo. It's okay, really so you, you get that off to Anthony Watson then. To just will, DM him or something. Him or send him a message. He can pop <laughs> yeah, down I there. Can, yeah. He's also the face, Eddie. I didn't finish yet. He's also the face of the Suntory Sun Goliath, the uh, the Japanese professional team. He's going to be a consultant uh, for them as well, and also the Japanese gin brand Roku. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, no, they do. Japanese whiskey is very nice. Yeah, no, they're in the gin business, as many. Is it very Rocky? nice? The producer yeah. says. Producer's uh, right. Oh, uh, I've got uh, talking good. to the producer. I've got talky news. Oh, have you good? We haven't got a jingle for it, but no, so I'll but just say it's basically talky news. Talky news, where I bring in a story about talky, even though it's got nothing to do with football, only because our producer mm. is a big talky fan. Yeah, and an elderly couple from Torquay. Well, it means he listens. You know, it's so difficult to get him to <laughs> listen to the show. So it just means he just tunes in for about two or three minutes. <laughs> they had twelve oaks. 12 oaks 12, 12 oaks. eggs in a box <laughs> with double oaks. double yolks yeah 12, 12 double yokers yeah and uh, I, I, I'm never that surprised I don't even like a double we had some the other day I don't like them because it's too much I, I didn't want two eggs I only wanted one egg. <laughs> only you could moan about getting an extra egg seriously <laughs> anyway uh, Don 85 and um, Margaret Proctor 84 brought the eggs from Asda took photos as they felt no one would believe them yeah so they waited to the eighth one, and then they started f- photographing them. So, you know, maybe they only had four now. I'm very cynical. I'm sure they did have a dozen. Uh, apparently, the chances of finding one are one in a thousand. So the chances of finding 12 in one box obviously would be a lot more than that. It's the it's the main story in, on, uh, in the paper today, that apparently. It's front-page it? news. Yeah. Yeah, what well, about that? I thought the story about Cristiano Ronaldo and offering to buy the woman who, who gave him free McDonald's when he was poor and desperate you know as yeah. a kid it was a really a nice story actually and uh, it came out of Piers Morgan's uh, interview didn't it yeah a great headline in the times that I do like the subs they go Ronaldo to repay McDonald's kindness with a happy meal. Beautiful. Brilliantly done. Yeah. They have tracked her down, haven't they? She she was saying she used to mm. tell her kids that when uh, Ronaldo was a little boy, he used to come in looking for free food with his mates, <laughs> and they just thought she was a liar. <laughs> I know, it's an amazing. <laughs> they said, yeah, all right, Mum, sure. It's a lovely but, story. But uh, now it's proved to be true. And nice uh, also a nice headline from Ennis Sherlock, who wrote this, Mourinho <laughs> Keane on Real job. No, really? <laughs> oh, he's kept that quiet, hasn't he? You never would have guess that Mourinho was keen on the Real Madrid <laughs> Not job. Not at all, no. And uh, a four, we don't get many four texts anymore, we used oh, to yeah. get a lot of them. Uh, this one from Mr T. Times have changed, Andy. I know. you, Mr T? <laughs> well, it's spelled in a different way, but it basically sounds spelled like T, really. I'm with you, yeah, yeah. Uh, but why would you text this in? This is what he's t- to the Daily Star. Wow. Wow, wow. He starts, wow. Jesse Nelson, uh, Daily Star Wednesday. Time for a cold shower before work. Why would you? Why would you? What thing? I, I must commit that to paper. What well, is that? The New York Review of Books? Oh, it's a star. Sorry, I just yeah, exactly. uh, wondered. Yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. Tom, uh, Tom Macklin, Clips of the Week. Bit of rugby, but before all of that, it is uh, Martin Kellner squad number nine with a week of sport on TV. So, what have you seen, Martin? Well, I saw the um, highly overhyped interview between Piers Morgan. It was on again last night, Piers Morgan. And Ronaldo. We haven't watched it yet. We we've, we know of this mm. new story the, of the the lady who gave him free. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice story. Yeah, that's a nice. But we haven't story. seen we haven't seen the show as yet. No, powerful emetic. I would have said. Um, <laughs> the I mean, really, you, we we know these days, and you'll know as as well as anybody. Yeah. That um, so, to get an interview with uh, top sportsmen, top brokers, whatever. Yeah. Um, mm. They're usually plugging something. You know, you'll see an interview in the Telegraph or the Times. Yeah. With. Um, with David Beckham well, and there'll be a little thing at the end we saying, get well, this yeah, yeah we get this Martin I mean somebody will, uh, John will say to me our producer will say so and so's coming I'll say okay what's he flogging because I work on yeah. the basis or she flogging yeah. I work yeah. on the basis that they've got something to flog but yeah. that's that's the trade off that's yeah. the trade off yeah. fair yeah. enough no problem yeah. but you so you agree the ground rules uh, Ronaldo's uh, plugging uh, a perfume called Play It Cool okay. so we get a couple of shots of the uh, perfume launch didn't spray it in Piers face like mace did he, he didn't do one <laughs> no, of those no he didn't now that would have now that would have been good television. That would have been great Back television. Off. I would have enjoyed that. Yes. <laughs> sadly, sadly, there was none of that. So we get a few shots of the thing. And then Piers says, uh, well, it's time for me to play it cool now. Because oh. here's the great man coming through the doors to speak to us. And there was a shot of him coming through. So, right, play it cool have got their two mentions. Okay. Got yeah, a couple yeah. of shots. That's it. We've done Another that. mention. We've done play it cool. Yeah. Whether he needed to be quite so far up the fundament of uh, Ronaldo or not, I don't know. Right. But he really was. It was um, it was unbe- unbelievable. I thought uh, I've been promised an hour with the great man. He said, 
And then he started off about his Instagram Instagram followers. Mm. Apparently, he's got 182 million followers on Instagram, wow. which is three times as big as David Beckham. Cool. Then it was all about the money um, and all about the cars. He's got uh, two <sighs> Ferraris, two Bugattis. They went through all the cars mm. and all. So it was really all about money, to be honest. Yeah. And uh, um, which which is mildly interesting, but uh, <laughs> unless you know, you're skint, of course. No, I mean yeah. I, li- I like money as much as the rest <laughs> next person, but. But, you know, there was tons of the, of that stuff. Yeah. And it was just too... I thought it was terrible. I thought it was... I thought it was <laughs> Fair I th- enough. You know, quite Get honestly, your bets, won't you? I thought it was shameful. <laughs> because it you know, really, he was just saying, oh, of course, you're well, the What was your expectation, though? A kind of Brian Wallenstein searing critique? I just looked no, at the I'd, aftershave, though. It looks nice. Don't, it? <laughs> don't you start playing it cool. It's worked, it's worked on uh, me. But um, you, what, what did you expect? Well, do you know, I'm quite a fan of Piers Morgan. Yeah. Now, so, you know, I'm not one of these people who goes on Twitter all the time attacking Piers Morgan, which no. is very popular. Yeah. But I don't do that. I watch him on the uh, on GMB, mm. which is so much better than the BBC stultifyingly dull um, <laughs> Good Morning show. You he know, scorched, Ali, Ali Ross agrees with you. He scorched Sorry? Ali Ross, today. the Sun TV critic, agrees with you on that. Bless him. He mm. likes uh, Piers Morgan. Yes, he does. Uh, well, we've spoken about, mm, spoken yeah. with Ali about mm, that a few yeah. times. So I think he's very good on that. Yeah, I mean, you, you more, more or less know what his reaction is going to be. You know, yeah. there'll be somebody saying they're not publishing the noddy books anymore because they're racist and of yeah. course he'll come on and uh, take a, a contrary view on that mm. and it, it, it makes for entertaining TV it's mm. about stuff so I'm nothing against Piers Morgan but I just thought it was ill-judged Hagiography style it, it was hagiography it was incredibly now, badly scheduled as well against the Champions League that was mm. mad yeah I will go well, to I think people watch on catch up and then they scheduled it again last night as yeah. well I mean if you don't I, like it I mean the thing is people will, I mean I, I still will check it out I've got it recorded I'll yeah, have a look it at out, it out of interest think. but I think people will even you know you highlight you see the uh, the shortcomings in it, but people can they can go and find out for themselves. Of course they can. I'm yeah, not, yeah. not saying so, yeah, it's just no, just my no. Opinion. I mean, I think that's a good thing about this section, Martin. That yes. uh, we, we can't be on side with everything. But no, and, and they may just go to it, seeing if it's every bit as bad as you say. I think they will. <laughs> I think anybody who's not an absolute staunch support. I mean, he's a great yeah. athlete. He's a brilliant athlete. He's a fantastic footballer. Is he the greatest footballer ever in the history of mankind? No. Maybe not. Probably not. No, no I mean, he's up there. But you'd say that to Mark Noble, player. wouldn't he's you? He's a wonderful player. No, I'd say Marlon Howard. Oh, OK. But, um, <laughs> no, it, all right, so he's better than Marlon Howard. OK. But um, mm. they kept showing the bicycle kick that he scored against Juventus. Mm. They could equally have shown uh, Andy Carroll's bicycle kick against Crystal Palace. Okay. I mean, admittedly... Crystal Palace aren't Juventus, but you know, and it was <laughs> breaking news just, here. I, I say, just before you go into your next one, I saved this letter for you because yeah. I thought this, is, this bloke, Robert Turner from Barnes, wrote to the Daily Star, a man after your own heart. He says, I can't believe the BBC are pulling the plug on teletext services next year. I, for one, will miss it. <laughs> wow. Good for him. Yeah. Do you still what, go to teletext? Uh, no, only when I'm booking a holiday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, th- I thought it was absolute uh, nonsense. I mean, the questions he was asking, things like, uh, well, you know, um, Ronaldo talked about growing up in poverty. Mm. And he would say, you know, in those days, you know, when you were scrounging around for McDonald's with the other kids from the Sporting Lisbon uh, yeah. uh, Academy, Academy yeah. when you were, when you were uh, scrounging around for McDonald's, did you have a dream you'd have your own personal chef? Well, no, of course he didn't <laughs> yeah. dream. 
dream that it was going to be his own personal chef. I mean, it's a bit of an odd dream for a five-year-old. It is, well, isn't it? very you much know. so. And then he did the old thing where he hands it's like over... I normally get, I've got a new bike or something, or I've gone swimming. It's not normally, oh, I've, I've dreamt I've I had own my own personal chef. Mummy is the new chef arrived here. Mum, will I ever have my own personal chef? Ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah. So it was well, just... Two big Macs, he can knock you up, can't he? It was a ludicrous program. They got the money shot, which appears when he does these sort of one-on-one interviews, he always goes for getting them to yeah. cry at some stage. Oh, yeah. And they had a good clip that they found from Norwegian TV mm. of uh, Ronaldo's dad talking about whether he was proud of him and all that. And, you know, the tears came. And that yeah, was a good, that was a little yeah. money shot that yeah. they got there. Very cynical but, view. Yeah. Some people might call that a tender moment, Martin. No, I wouldn't call it a tender <laughs> moment. And, at the you know, I'd call it a very calculated moment. Well, so, you know, so they'd have been jumping Pierce up. did take someone to task because they said all the questions he'd been told before, he'd been given the questions. Pierce said, not true. I never gave many of the questions in we advance. Didn't need to. Okay. The, well, the one, the one controversial area would have yeah. been why did your lawyers have to give three hundred thousand pounds to the woman who accused you of rape? That basically what they said. They looked on the on the rape accusation as if, it, which has now been dropped, of course. So mm-hmm. there's no, it's yeah. not being pursued in any no. way whatsoever. But he did have lawyers on the job, and mm. they did give you know they did pay for a non-disclosure agreement, mm. which would be, I think, a, a decent question to ask. You know, because there's lots of stuff about what a family man he was. Loads of stuff about that. Yeah. But one assumes, you know, that this this well was, was off limits. This, you're, 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 you're guessing, you're surmising. Table, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. no, absolutely. Yeah. Suppose so it was off limits. It's 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 there to watch. Martin loved it clearly. Five <laughs> five stars. Martin Kellner. Yeah. Um, anything else you took yes, in? Yes, I week? did. I'll tell you what I took in this yeah. week. That I've got, well, I mean, I obviously watched West Ham pretty dull against. That yeah, was a terrible game. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah, a great yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, and uh, watched Napoli v Liverpool. I thought the feature coming up to the Napoli Liverpool thing, uh, where the ref was mic'd up and you heard Ericsson talking to the. I've uh, not to seen that, Martin. I'll go back and find that. It sounds yeah. great. I love it, well, all that. That was brilliant. Yeah. That, because you never, you know, you get it in rugby all the time. Yeah. Um, but you never, you oh, know, miss football. I take it yeah, it's yeah. still on the BT website. I go and find that. If it yeah. is, yeah. Mm. The, in the build up to Napoli v Liverpool, yeah. it was interesting. Uh, the other thing I watched was Back of the Net, which is. Oh, yeah. uh, it's on Amazon, isn't uh, it? Yes, yeah, on Amazon Prime, which, as we know, they're trying to get into football sort of big style. So they've yeah, got they've this. Got, they've got some games in there around Christmas and mm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. What they've done is they've copied and pasted <laughs> a League of Our Own. Okay. They've watched a League of Our Own, copied and pasted, <laughs> and then yeah. they've put um, Gabby Logan, John Bishop, and Peter Crouch. Right. So they're spending some money on it. You know, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. You know, they're not putting Marlon Hayward on there. <laughs> so, I mean, basically, they've got these big. It's just too much giggling. It's too much like. And I thought very choppy. I'm afraid I'm not in a position to comment on too much giggling. Yeah. No, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but yours is entertaining. Oh, it works on the radio. It doesn't <laughs> yeah, work yeah, so much yeah. on the telly. Uh, and they, they, they have little spots in it. One of the spots was uh, heated time for our heated debate. Heated rather debate. like Mrs. Merton, you see. Yeah. Time for our heated debate. Mm. And do you know what they did? They had a debate about VAR. Okay. I thought, oh, good, another debate about VAR. I really <laughs> want to see that. How heated um, did it get? Not at all. Uh, and they did a thing with mascots, which, okay. uh, of course, uh, Chris Evans of this parish used to do years ago, didn't mm. he, where he'd get uh, mascots on or fat mascots. And, you know, yeah. was, they're mm. always funny, aren't they? Somebody with yeah. a big head. So and anybody was, with a big head. With a big head. Unless it's, it's some kind of medical condition, and it, then it ceases to be funny. No. Oh, the elephant man, you don't yeah. want that. <laughs> but um, the, guy t- the guy took his head off, and yeah. it was Paul Dickoff. Oh, OK. Um, so it was entertaining to see Paul Dickoff. Paul Headoff. It was Paul Headoff. Yeah, Paul Headoff. Paul Headoff. We don't Paul want to head pursue- off equals Paul Dick off. Yeah. Yes, you don't want to pursue that any no, further. No, we because, yeah. no, that's right. Yeah. Um, so it was... Was it Guess Who's Inside the Mascot's Outfit? Was yes. this part of the it thing? It was sort of that, yes. It was, yeah. Yes, it was Guess 
who's in the mascot's outfit. If it had been someone like Oprah, that would have been, or you know what I mean, or just yeah. someone not in the, from the world of football. That <laughs> he might mean, have been. Hi there. Is it like 20 questions <laughs> type thing? So, well, it was guess who's in the mascot. If it had been, say, Toya Wilcox, that would have been Because there must be some kind <laughs> of parameters. You can't just say... Guess who's inside mm. the mascot's outfit, and then the three of them just shout out names random. Well, Bootross, Bootross, Garley. It was a bit like that. They, gave, they gave clues. It wasn't oh, okay, they gave clues. They did give Rain clues. You'd be there for three hours. Uh, we, also, we also <laughs> had <laughs> Mrs. Doyle. <laughs> Rather Todd Unctious. Sorry, Martin. Yes, no, I was just going to say, we had what I thought was interesting, we had uh, Patrice Evra was a guest. Oh, yeah. And we had Patrice Evra's best moments. Interestingly, none of them with West Ham. Um, he made three starts for West Ham. I looked this up afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Made three starts for West Ham during his glorious career there. All 4-1 defeats. Now, that's a hell of a fact. Every one, three starts. That's amazing. All 4-1 defeats. Wow. That's amazing. amazing. He rarely now, talks about that period at West Ham. He doesn't talk he? about that at mm, all, fantastic. surprisingly. Um, Martin, we're out, we are nearly out of time, I'm afraid. Yes. But that was, that was uh, I'm sure, Piers Morgan. Oh, listen, rugby, we're we're off the Christmas card list. My campaign, by yeah. the way, is to make everyone say Rugby Union World Cup. Ah. Because obviously everywhere it's the Rugby World Cup. Yeah. And we'll talk about the fact they've got to take their shoes off next week with the ITV team. We will. Uh, uh, you'll have a chance to... Uh, you'll, you'll get stuck into ITV's coverage next yes, week. Yes, I will. Uh, I'm not sure that... Because there's a match on Sunday at 6.15am, mm. which in theory I could watch immediately after coming off my hit show on yeah. uh, Talk but Radio. For the money we pay you, I, I, I don't think you I'm, should. Well, it, as it's Italy versus Namibia, <laughs> I'm not going to be watching that at 6.15, but I will watch some of them. Brilliant. Uh, on Talk Radio back. over the next couple of nights, aren't yeah, you? One yeah, till one till five. Brilliant. Thank you, Martin. Thanks, Martin. As always, Martin Kellner there with a week of sport on TV. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. There we are. That was this afternoon's uh, show and it's time then to listen to a little clip. Oh yeah, Clips that. Extra. Go on then. This is Andy. You like this one, don't you? I do, yeah. It was Nigel talking about uh, the use of water. From Fisherman's Blues, yeah. We take water for granted too much and we waste too much, you know. I'm of an age where you grew up where there was bath night whereas nowadays most people have a shower probably every day if not twice a day. Oh, yeah, it's so much better when people have B.O. <laughs> well, I think they still have. I don't think that's ever changed. So that's us. We yes. will catch up with you on Monday. Have a fantastic weekend. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.